If you want for the topic, the power of giving thanks. The power of giving thanks. <laughs> Everything in our life happens for a reason. Nothing happens by chance. Many times we have just thought things that were happening were accidental. God has a plan. The creator of the entire universe has set things in motion and nothing is by chance. That you are sitting here today is not by chance. All the great things that God wants to accomplish has already been set in motion. What we are doing by our engagement with the gospel and the engagement with the word of God is to help us align ourselves to God's plan. What am I saying? Let me give it to you in, some, in terms you understand. Everything about life is actually alignment. Everything about life. You want to begin to receive calls. What do you do? You go and get one of the networks and get their SIM card. Am I correct? When you get their SIM card, no. You get a phone, first of all. The equipment that will be able to operate with that particular SIM card. Is that true? And after you get the SIM card, whatever the network may be, when you get the SIM card, it doesn't automatically begin to work. It has to be activated. Is that true? In activating it, you may pay a little token or something and then you'll be activated and you're giving data. That data and, your, and your, your, your number being imputed in their systems allows you to be on the frequency to receive from their network. There's a global network that all telecoms connect with. That is why I may have one particular network. Maybe I have um, Airtel. I will still be able to connect to, a net to, to an MTN line. Because it's a general global network. And in this world, there's a global network. In that context, God Almighty has access across the entire world. His communicating frequencies and communicating masks are available everywhere. But you must align. Alignment is that you must activate the same. Is somebody see with me? Once you activate the same, you can make your call. And God will pick it. Incidentally, in our own case, we do not need to go through any service provider. What we have is that we have direct access to God. But we must constantly upload or load credit or data. And in the Christian don't what you do with uploading data is simply there are certain ways you do that. Either by your prayers or by your study of the word of God, your praise worship, your engagement into spiritual activities, upload data. And so you can constantly connect with God. Is somebody still with me? Well, all that we need is to be on the frequency of God. That is alignment. Life is about alignment. If you are angry, I want to, I want to receive call, but I will not buy a SIM. You will be suffer. You will never get a call. Buy the best phone. Carry the phone around. Like having the best Christian name. Carry it around. But you don't want to align with God. Nothing will happen. Get the best brand iPhone 13 Samsung what is it Z or whatever is it call it just get it and carry it around with you no sim you got me calls and even then even then those who make calls through the or through the other connections that they have you, you will still have to activate it there must be a data in operation am I talking to somebody so life is about alignment 
You want to go to school, I thank God for your going to school. But you have never purchased a form. You have never applied. You never went there and you are shouting, I, I am a, I, see, because I love you, I am a student of UI. If you want to be a student of UI, you are lying. What does it take to align? You get a form. You sit for jam, get a form. Or you have your direct entry or A-levels. And then you pick a form, apply to, and put to the University of Ibadan. There you are aligning. You are tailoring yourself to the frequency of the University of Ibadan. And then they give you admission. You pay acceptance fee. All of those things are alignment. Is somebody hearing me? Nothing in life happens by chance. You want to get married? There are some people who, who think they are not getting married is a demonic thing. No. Sometimes the devil definitely, definitely devil, devil comes at us at different levels. Some people is marriage. But for some people it's not, it's not the devil. They have not aligned. How do you align in getting married, whether you are male or female? Your behavior, your character, your sense of responsibility. You are very, very unruly, indisciplined, and you are looking for a guy. No, forget, forget, it doesn't work that way. Everybody who knows you, you are an irresponsible man, you are looking for a girl. You will get, you will get. You won't even get irresponsible. You get irresponsible plus wayward plus troublesome plus mad. You will get. What am I trying to tell you? Everything you need to receive, you must align. Life is about alignment. Oh yes. Deborah is dead because she aligned with Christ. But is she dead? No. We know that. Those of us who have come to understand this journey, we know that the flesh, you kill the flesh, you can't kill the spirit. I prefer to, to, to walk, to allow those who can kill the flesh to kill the flesh than he who will destroy the spirit. Ah. She's not dead. That's the problem with us. This flesh will always, even if nobody kills you, you just keep living. This flesh will drop one day. Because this flesh doesn't have the grace for being permanent. Alignment. I graduated from several schools because I aligned. And I didn't just align with getting admission. I also began to align again with their curriculum. I began to follow. Imagine I choose. I, I'm a student of engineering. Electrical engineering. And when I get there, I just, I refuse to align. I don't, how do I align? Go to lectures. How do I align? Do my assignments. How do I align? Write exam. And I choose no. I started writing exams in faculty of social science. And I'm an engineer student. You say you are laughing because you know I can never graduate. Why, why is it that when we not come to being believers, we don't recognize that we must align with God? We do our own thing and allow God to come. So get this clear. Nothing happens by chance. Is that settled in your spirit? Nothing happens by chance. So in saying that, I must make this statement. Never ask God for anything when you have not thanked him for the one he has given you before. In fact, if you can change my husband, give me another one. You didn't thank him. You, you are looking for another thing. You have not thanked him for the one he has given you before. Oh, he gave you a husband. You wanted a husband, he gave you. You have not thanked him. Father, thank you. Thank you for this husband. Thank you for giving me this husband. And you want him to alter things. It's a lie. He said that husband will keep going the way of your thoughts. You want a new job, a better job. The one he gave you, you can't thank him for that job. You want customers. You want to give you pastor. That's the insulted them. You don't want to buy. Please go. 
After all, he said, do people talk like that? Oh, we have met them. We have met them. All this are your pricing, pricing. If you don't want to buy, leave it. You can't thank God for the customers he brought. You want more. Never happens that way. Let nobody deceive you. Never ask God for anything when you have not thanked God for what he has already given you for the former blessings. Your enemy can never catch up with you if your heart is full of thanksgiving. Did you hear what I said? He can't. He can't. You know why? Because in the place of thanksgiving, God moves beyond your request. He carries, he moves beyond what you're asking because he knows you have thanked him. Please listen, it's a simple principle. This person is used to appreciating and thanking you for the little you have done. When there is a grace to do more, when you are thinking of who to do more for, you'll be thinking of that person. You will do more than what he has. Eh, Okombele, 5,000. But well, I think eh, we will need more than 5,000. He has 5,000. You will give him 10. There is nobody in life that is not excited by somebody around him or her who is grateful, who shows gratitude. One of the fundamental things we teach children as they grow is for them to be thankful and to be grateful. Your thanksgiving can never be complete without a heart of gratitude. It is gratitude that makes thanksgiving effective. People are not thankful because they are not grateful. Gratitude. Are you grateful that you are alive? Are you grateful that you are healthy? Are you grateful that you are not mad? You say, I can't be mad. Who told you? Oh, the person is mad. You say, one shame. No, the Buddha won't share problem. No share. But God has been cushioning for you. When you go through storms, you come out and you're wondering, how did you come out? Things that should have set you in the hospital. You are making noise. Meanwhile, your friend has been hospital for two years. One sickness, one heat, one thing after the other. And the person is smiling. You are here complaining. Gratitude. We always teach children, say thank you. Say thank you. As basic as it is, say thank you. Say thank you. In the Yoruba culture, it can sound funny, but really it's not funny. The foundation of it is to continuously, scripture talks about that, continuously show a heart of gratitude. That is why you will hear a shano. You mean the person? Eshe Josie. Eshe. Eshe. You'll be repeating. It is entrenched in the culture. The aim was not really to make a mockery. No. The aim was to constantly keep telling the person, I appreciate what you did. Oh. I'm remembering what you did. I have not forgotten that you did. Because we know man can forget. They were simply following scriptures. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless his holy name and forget not his benefits. The key is that man can forget. There's something man is wired not to forget because of the demonic enclave that the demonic banner across the world. 
Man remembers evil, but many times we forget good. And because we forget good, the evil keeps overshadowing every good. With God, many times we even forget. You are demanding for things because you are alive. You are demanding for things because you are healthy. I don't know all this food. Every time I've been serving God, all I've been getting to eat is eh, 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 ewa, ewa, ewa. The, the, the beans, 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 beans. Sorry, those of you who are online. There's somebody who anything he puts in his mouth, he must throw it out. It can't stay. Or oh, your beans will stay. You, all, you finish almost a half a, a pot. You are eating it. You still get Gary to support it. This one, it doesn't stay. Every food comes out. Is there not a, a sickness like that? They have to be put in infusion. It can't stay. They will be doing everything because once the food is not staying, you know eventually you will die. Oh, you can eat. You sleep well. Overslept, I wake up and you stress. Say, oh, eh? all I all I can see to do is just, eh? just sleep, 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 nothing. <laughs> There's somebody looking for sleep. Yeah, I made this man had I, I prayed for. He had not slept. This. And you know when you don't sleep after a while, <laughs> it will enter another thing. So get it clear. Accessing dimensions of God will require that you develop a heart of thanksgiving. The Bible says, First Thessalonians chapter five, verse eighteen: In everything, in everything, give thanks. In everything. First Thessalonians chapter five and verse number eighteen: In everything, give thanks. Are we there? In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. First of all, settle it. Giving thanks is God's will. This is one area you don't need to be asking, I want to know the will of God. No. It is the will of God that you give thanks. Please listen. Give thanks in everything. In everything, give thanks. He didn't say give thanks for everything. In it, give thanks. Give thanks when there is no food. Give thanks when there's a lot of food. Give thanks when there's no accommodation. Give thanks when there's accommodation. Give thanks when you get a car, when you buy one. Give thanks when you don't have one and you're checking all over town. Give thanks. In everything. In everything. In everything. In everything. What is thanksgiving? Very quickly, uh, uh, Minister Emmanuel had defined it for us. If you had come on Thursday, you would have gotten it. Showing gratitude or appreciation. For a good deed done. Gratitude. The underline, the bedrock of giving thanks is gratitude. Are you grateful? Say, how can I be grateful? All these years. See now, I'm 42. I don't have a husband. I'm sorry for you. If life to you is about a husband. See now, I'm going to, I'm going to, 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 to 45. I don't have a wife. You can go and steal one. Honestly, because if, if, if that's what makes you want to thank God. Meanwhile, I've had people who are married say, I wish I didn't marry. I, I hear them. It have been better I was not married. Kai. God will just sit there and say, ah, oh. See, this one is insulting me and doesn't know. Better I was not married because I gave them husband, gave them wife. 
We just talk. We don't know what we're saying. Gratitude or appreciation for a good deed done. It is the acknowledgement of favor or benefits recorded. The act of giving thanks is a show of being grateful. Hallelujah. Why? Many people make a boast of so many things. This scripture, I want you to give it to me in the message translation. Psalm 100. Psalm 100. And I want us to pick it from verse 4 and I think verse 5. Psalm 100. Message translation. People think that they can just, since God has said he will never leave us nor forsake us, I agree with you. I agree with you. But hear it. Please listen to me, church. Read it with me in case you don't have a message. Enter with the password. Thank you. The password that guarantees the God's presence in your life is simply thank you. Make yourselves at home. Talk in praise. Thank him. Worship him. All of those are embedded in the journey of thanksgiving. Those are the processes you show gratitude. But he says that the password is thank you. They told me to put password on my phone. They helped me put it in different things. Although in our house that is not password because all of us in the house know it. Mm, it is good. Uh-huh. Because they need something we can... Now, but... You know that even if... One of the things that keeps us safe across this whole world... Our account safe. Our documents safe. Different things safe is what? Password. Although we know some people who are fraudulent. Who are evil. Who settle to break people's password. But they have to suffer to do it. Without the password, you can never access it. Do you know that if you forget your own password, it's trouble because they know people can forget. So they say, if you forget, this is what you need to do. They do it again. Or they gave you a security question or a security whatever. The password is important in the journey of life. There are things you will never access if the password is not given to you. The password is a secret code. The password is a personalized access into that particular thing you desire. In our own case, God is saying, password is thank you. You woke up this morning, how many of you say thank you to God? Some people, they will wake up and the first thing is, eh oh, I hope nobody ate that food I left yesterday. Then when you get up, you will just come from the bed, come down, and you are heading straight to the kitchen. Check, okay, it's there. And then you come back, and, and, and nothing, not yes. Some we get that as they are getting down, the first place is phone. I had to be talking to myself too. I said, Lord, when I open my eyes, I first of all say, thank you, Father, for life. Before, because if not, this phone... So you put phone, the first place is phone and they are checking, is there, is there, is there a lot? 
is there a contract there? Is there? And sometimes all you are checking for that you open your eyes for is to check for gossip. Please. Your password into the very presence of God is thank you. It does not require any spiritual content or any spirituality. Let me use that expression. All you do is come to him and say thank you. Lord, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. You don't need to quote it anyhow. Just thank him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. No, remember I said? Yes, thank you from the heart. But do you know your thanksgiving is not complete if you are not grateful? You know why? Because see, gratitude is a function of the fact that your heart is happy with what has happened. You know you want more, but for this one, you are you are grateful that this one safe. Yeah, this one safe, safe. Let me use our local palace. It's it's sweet. This one safe, safe, still happen. At least this one happen. Those of you who are praying for. To marry a tall, handsome, ruggedly broad-shouldered guy, it's a good thing. Keep praying. But if eventually he gives you a short guy, see, thank God for him. Because when you stay in that marriage and still fantasize over the the guy will not grow tall. Oh. You will just get angry for nothing. And you will not be able to appreciate God for giving you a husband. Hey, I know when you married, she was slim. So you see slim. And now she has put on weight. And you are looking, ah. If to say she's still as slim at that time, you've forgotten you are part of the problem. Yes. She may have remained slim like that, if not because she had children for you. You see, you are focusing on the wrong thing. God gave you in Yoruba in your abbey. A whole person. God gave you and said take the person agreed to follow you with your idiosyncrasies and your shortcomings and your wahala the person followed you, both of you followed yourselves with your various problems and then you can't say Lord I thank you for somebody accommodating me you are telling yourself ah, I am too much I can always get another person what am I trying to communicate I am trying to push your mind to understand the one he has given you, thank him for that one. Instead of hitting your head on top of, on the wall, over especially things you can't change. Oh, there are things you can't change. Oh. See now, all my mates, they are, they are, they are not bald-headed. See, the, the, the hair has begun to disappear from my head. And some people will be unhappy because of that reason. When people even scrape the whole hair, hair even when they have hair, they scrape it. It's fashion. Just scrape your own and feel cool. What I'm trying to say is this. You can give yourself all kinds of reasons to be unhappy for nothing. I know you still have a motorcycle. A motorcycle, that's what you have now. A bike. Thank God for that bike. I know you drove past, you know, and your friend was waving to you. You know. In a Lexus. 
2018 model. He drove past and he waved to you and you were on the bike. Then you now parked the bike on the side of the road and started crying. Or you went back home and you are so sad. Your wife is asking, what's the matter? Say, hmm. And you are just lamenting. She's asking, what is the problem? You didn't make any profit today in business? He said, no. I made profit. Ah. Did anybody fight you? Say, no. Are you sick? You are giving the woman trouble for nothing. And then, when you now tell her, you now tell her, I saw my friend. Say, hey, hey. He said, he drove past me in a Lexus 350. 2018 model. Because you have browsed them, so you know. He just waved. He couldn't even stop. Now listen to me. Because you are in the flesh, in this flesh, those feelings can happen. Please hold on. Those feelings can happen. But God is saying, the password that will help you move into the things you desire from where you are now into that place is to thank God for what he has given you first because sometimes what he has given you is a test if I tell you don't feel bad it's a lie oh no 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 the flesh happens no it happens but you don't allow it to dominate you you don't know what is painful yet when you see your friend, you are entering the same plane, you are happy. When you enter the plane, you just see him turn to first class. <laughs> but do you know what you do? What you do is that when you enter, say, we did the same plane, as for, as for, whatever. But the truth about it is, it's still a different level. But you can thank God for where you are. Now, let me tell you, say, it's when there's problem, you know. When the, when the plane land and there's a delay, they will carry those in first class and take care of them well. You'll be hanging around looking for a place to sit down even the, the airport you won't get. But what am I trying to say? There are people who will use that one to disturb their lives. They will not think that they are in the same plane. You are in the same plane. In the same way you are in this same world. And if somebody can make progress, you can also make progress. Time and chance happen to them all. So you must learn to be grateful. Why do we give thanks? Number one, Psalm chapter 2 verse 1. Quickly, help me multimedia. Psalm chapter what? 92 verse 1. Are you there? And I've told multimedia, I don't want to see a crowd always there. People on duty too move. The others can rotate. No, not message. Give me the King James. Psalm 92 and verse 1. A psalm or song for the Sabbath day. Good. It is a good thing to give thanks unto what? God. Okay. So, what did I say? It is a what? The question was why give thanks? Scripture says it is a good thing. So giving thanks is a good thing. Are you still with me? 
It's not a thing to begin to try and find out what is good or not good. Giving thanks is a good thing. What, what will constantly release grace upon your life all the days of your life? Is it the travails of intercession? It's beautiful to intercede, I'm telling you. Is it the dimension of world study and you can't, it is good. But even though you do not travel, even though you have no word and that depth like others do, but you are grateful, you are thankful in your daily life, because presence will constantly overshadow you. You will find God doing strange things for you and you are wondering, ah, because of a thankful heart. Every little thing you are thankful. Oh, thank you. Ah, thank you. Thank you. I try my best to do that. I'm looking for the key. I find the key. Oh, thank you, Father, for helping me find it. I'm, I'm looking for something. Ah, I found it. I was almost making a mistake. He made me sure I didn't make Oh, thank you for helping me not to make that mistake. I, I, I just missed somebody in the car. I would have hit the person. I said, ah, thank you, Father, you helped me not to hit that person. Oh, I escaped. Every little thing. I got to the bathroom and then, you know, I want to take my bath and order hot water. Just small hot water. not so much. I said, ah, thank God, Father. <laughs> At least still warm. Little things. Not the big, the problem with us is many people are waiting for one big thing to happen first and you got it wrong. If you can't thank you for little things, when the big thing comes, you think it's you who tried. You may even begin to say, after all this time, is it now? Then thank you. Thanksgiving is the oil that lubricates our relationship with God and with others. It's like an oil that makes it easy for us to blend and relate with God. Number two, with God and others. Thanksgiving. If it is, it is, it is actually an attitude that lubricates our relationship with God and others. You know what it means to lubricate? When something is um, stiff and not moving properly, when you put oil, like a knot, like a door, when you hear the cream, cream, and it's making those sounds, they say put oil. When you put oil in, it flows easily. So what we're saying is that Thanksgiving is the oil that makes our relationship with God flow easily. It's just, and, and others, not only God and others. There are people who claim they normally thank God, but they can't tell people that, that God you thank you. You should thank man. Has, God, has any of you seen God physically? He won't come down from the sky. He will use people. So when somebody does something, although you thank God, thank the person. Thank you. Thank you. Do you know that people even feel that he, he thanking God, he, I, I, I mean, is a thing of pride. Why should I, even if he's younger than you. Even if he's younger. It is not a crime to tell a young person thank you for what they have done. Person gave you something, say, Bele, what does that mean? You are trying to prove what? Thank you. Oshe, ha, Motubo, I didn't know. I thank you. Instead of convincing yourself that the person has, has to do it. <laughs> At, the attitude of gratitude is important in our relationship with God and people. You have to develop that attitude constantly. And what does that mean? We express those attitudes by our mouth. Our hands and our mouth are involved in thanksgiving. You will say something. You will do something to show that you are, that you are thankful. Somebody does something to you, you will not, you'll just be looking. He's supposed to do it. Listen to me, even if it's your father or your mother, your wife or your husband. Even for who, whose responsibility is to do it. For example, it's your father's responsibility, for, for example, to pay your school fees. So he paid it. You just say, you all come back from school, hey, and, and just, uh, I, I, paid, I, paid, I paid my school fees. I started a registration. 
because you feel he should do it now, tell him, your father or your mother, whoever, thank you for paying. He said, That's because you didn't learn the correct thing. The correct thing is to thank him. You ate food you ate today. Instead of the one you complain, oh, I know my, I say this regularly. Stop. Me, I don't eat this one. I eat that one. I don't eat this one. I don't eat that one. You please say thank you for the one provided. Those who have children here and people, children who have, who have crossed, they are teenagers or they are crossing, you will face this. One child will say, Me, I'm not eating a barn okra. Lie, 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 lie. It's a four. It's a four I want. If no, a four, then I will take it to me. If no, then the other one say, I'm not even eating that one. Then you begin to ask yourself, What is the problem? Meanwhile, daddy and mommy will adjust their mind to eat whatever. Not because they too don't have choice. You have not even said thank you for the one provided. You are complaining. Say thank you first. That's the key. First. If you want another one. They give you food. The first thing that comes out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. So if you sweet. Ha. What is wrong with you? I read about a man and a daughter who was talking. A man came back from the farm. I think I told sorry here. His wife had left him and came back home earlier from the farm and went to cook. But in the course of cooking, in the course of cooking, excuse me, in the course of cooking, um, she burnt the yam. When the yam got burnt, and because she actually slept off. So when she came and got, got she wrote, and she knew, and when she can't prepare before it comes back, so she served it. And she was feeling bad. So when he sat down, the, the child was waiting to see what his father will do. The man sat down, ate the food with the oil, licked the hand, cleaned it, and told the wife, ah, thank you, thank you for all the effort, thank you for preparing this. And then he went and sat down, relaxing outside. So the song came. See, I can't understand. He said, what is this song? He said, that food was not good. Mommy burnt it. And you didn't even complain or say anything. He said, yes, I was not thanking her for the bond food. I was thanking her for the effort she put in preparing that food. You remember, son, we both went to the farm. He said, yes. So you remember she had to leave earlier than myself to come and cook for us. I'm sure she must have been tired from the walk. That is why she slept off. So I should not complain. Because she put an effort with the aim of giving us something good to eat. So, now I understand. You know, we are always in a hurry. Complain is in the spirit of man. We are always in a hurry to complain. There are others who have complained about the Sokoto incident. How can God shut up? Just simply, because when it has to do with God, hold yourself, especially. How can the government, maybe, how can whatever? Maybe. But God Almighty always has the best interest of everyone. So even if it pops into your heart, find a way to retract that process. Even if by virtue of the pain you are going through, you utter, go back over that process. Lord, I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. I know you are able. I'm only feeling pain. And God knows that. But when you justify and keep staying in it, say, giving yourself reasons why you can complain, then you've got it wrong. Thanksgiving perfects all. We have been giving. All we have been giving is perfected by thanksgiving. Luke 17, 
I will not read the full story, but I will read some portion of it. Maybe you go to verse 15. I'll read verse 15 to 19. Please get me that quickly. Look, you know the story, the story of 10 lepers. The story of 10 lepers. And one of them, when he saw he was healed, one of them turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his feet. Sorry, on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. It was deliberate that they mentioned he was a Samaritan. The others may likely have been those who are as it were in covenant with God. And they were taking God, God has done for granted. Read give me verse, verse 17. And Jesus answered and said, Where were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Ha. They are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. Hold on. Divinity. Let me try and quote what Bishop Oedobos said. Thanksgiving is an expectation of divinity. God expects you to thank him. If not, Jesus will not ask. He deliberately asked, were there not ten? Where are the nine? That's divinity. God asking. So don't ever think God will not ask. He expects you to come with thanksgiving. He expects that. He expects that. He expects that. He expects that. What did he say to him? Verse 19. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Listen to me in case you don't know. You are a giant of faith. You think because you pray 10 hours, you are a giant of faith. Because you study the word of God, I can quote all. Hear me. This is faith in expression. Coming to give thanks is faith. Because he gave thanks, the Bible says you have been made whole. You have been made what? Whole. The others were healed but not made whole. God will always perfect what he has put in your hand by thanksgiving. How? Let me tell you. In my own understanding, I grew up in the north and I saw a bit of the effects of leprosy. Some of them, they have all kinds of, you know, spots on their body even when there's no more leprosy. The marks and the stains and all don't leave. Some of them, their hands, fingers and all that. But I want to believe that this one who was healed and now made whole, every effect of leprosy disappeared. And so whatever it is that God has put in your life, as you give him thanks, he perfects it. Yes, he has given you a child, but that child is stubborn. Thank God for the child. You will find that that child will no longer be your, the troublesome child you are thinking of. And God has given you a wife. The wife has issues. Or God has given you a husband. Instead of complain, complain every time you go to God, go to God and say, Lord, I thank you for giving me a husband. But these are the areas I desire for you to change. And you will see God walk on your behalf because you are showing gratitude first of all. He has given you one child. You want one more. You want others. I does not seem to be coming. Thank you for the one. Lord, I thank you for this one child. Oh, I thank you. You can get to a point whereby you can tell God, even if you don't give me any, I'm still grateful. See, you say, hey, but no, I, don't, I won't say that because I want more. You see, you are not, when you are Grateful, eh? Even when God doesn't give it to you again, you will still be grateful. 
Are you still with me? If you are here, say amen. And when he was going to give God thanks, he remembered. And when he remembered, he turned back. You need to learn to turn back. Turn back and come back to God. You have gone off, but turn back. I know things have not been smooth, but turn back and begin to check the things that he had done. This one turned back and remembered. And the Bible says when he turned back, he turned back with a loud voice. Thanksgiving is not something you hide. It should be known that you are somebody who gives thanks. You should be known to be that kind of person. I used to hear what I'm saying. It should be known. That should be part of your life. They should know you. We don't hide it. We can say it gently in our closet, in our corner, but there's no one we shout Lord, I thank you for giving me a wife. Thank you for giving me children. Thank you for calling me to the ministry. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you for good health. Thank you for life. Thank you for this job. Thank you for this door. Thank you. Thank him. Let them hear you. It is when you sit down to pay attention that you know that there are things to thank God for. Are you still here? Thanksgiving has a voice, so remember to say it. It has a voice. Is somebody still here? Thanksgiving brings multiplication. John chapter 6, verse 11 to 13. I won't read it. Jesus gave thanks. He needed to feed the 5,000 and much more men who were seated. He lifted up the, 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 the two, um, 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 the five loaves and two fishes. And after he had, Bible he had given thanks. It multiplied. It fed some say almost 20,000 people because there were 5,000 men. Some say. It was 5,000 men. There's an analysis if they were men, they would definitely be children and women. Are you still with me? Even if you are feeding 5,000 men with, two, with, with five loaves and two fish, where? Five pieces of bread and two fish, 5,000 men. Even one household, one person can devour that. But the Bible says Jesus gave thanks. After he had given thanks, it multiplied. Everything God puts in your hand, when you thank him, it multiplies. Are you still with me? Thanksgiving is not something you do once in a while. It's something you do continuously. Oh, continuously. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15, continuously. Some people feel, only thank God when things happen. No. Only when something big has happened. No. It's a continuous thing. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse number 15. It's continuously. Hebrews 13 verse 15. Continuously. By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Continually. Continually. Tell your neighbor thank God continually. You are struggling to do something, thank him. You are getting it well, I enjoy it, thank him. They are celebrating you, thank him. They are not celebrating you, thank him. Continually, continually. The fruit of your lips, continually. Hallelujah. We need to understand this. Thanksgiving. We must recognize the fact that Thanksgiving involves a sacrifice. The Bible calls it the sacrifice of Thanksgiving. In that understanding, there are two dimensions that thanking God when there seems to be nothing to thank him for and thanking God with something that will cost you. Hallelujah. Let's read scripture. Psalm 107 verse number 22. 
So I want to say verse 22. And let them sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Hallelujah. As I close this, let me share this testimony. After I finished leading that group in prayers, the brother decided to share this testimony and said, he just remembered this because he'd been wondering. There had been a couple of beheadings that made him begin to think about this particular event that took place. A couple of years ago, he was in Sokoto. And this couple were part of the church. It was actually a student fellowship, but they were not students, but they kept attending the fellowship. And on one fateful day, the man traveled. And the man didn't come back again. They were wondering what happened. Nobody knew what happened to him. Actually, he was kidnapped. It's not in the days. It was during those days where GSM was not so available and all that. But he was kidnapped. They had prayed and prayed, brethren. had prayed, gathered together, but they had prayed. And so the family, the wife, especially, children, they just decided to be giving thanks. So after waiting for six months, and he had not arrived back, they decided that they would leave Sokoto and go back home. At least it would be easier for them in their hometown than in Sokoto, where he, where he the breadwinner, breadwinner, was not available. But they decided that before they would go, they would come to church and give thanks to God. Thanksgiving. So this brother was the one coordinating the service that time. He's a, man of, he's a minister of God now. He was the one coordinating the service that day. And then he was asked to lead the Thanksgiving. So he called his family to do their Thanksgiving. And they were thanking God. Including thanking God for the husband that has not yet been found. They gave thanks. It was really very emotional. Because the church knew the entire thing they've gone through in that six months. But then, they thanked God and left. They were supposed to actually be packing their things by the next day to leave. They've already arranged their things, set everything to go. Only for the Sunday evening service, the lady walked in with her husband. And everywhere went in shouts. The husband was kidnapped. And when he was eventually released, he was sick. And so the people that found him were taking care of him. They were the one taking care of him, taking care of him until he was healthy to gather himself and come back home. And that's the first place he came. If you could see, you could see it on him. They had been praying. They came to give thanks, to publicly declare what God had done. Meanwhile, look at God has not done anything. And the man arrives. He was working with PZ. One of these, um, what is it called now? Cadbury now. I think that was, I don't know what they call them now. That's where, that's what the power of Thanksgiving can do. Things may seem very upside down for you. Many times it's after thanking that you see a move that you didn't expect. We are expecting a particular message sometime back and we are de declared that once that message comes, we are going to dedicate a night, a, a long stretch of period of time that night as a family we will thank God. And that happened. When we got the message, we were in Lagos in the hotel room, all of us. We were just 
dancing and dancing and I know the other people in the other room be wondering what is wrong with these people. We are the ones that know who are dancing and dancing and dancing. We repeated the same event sometime back again at home. It's not because everything is complete before you can thank him. Thanksgiving is something you do for the things he has done. The things that he is doing and the things that you expect him to do. That is why it's, a, it's an expectation of faith. We were to go to the American visa, to American embassy to get a visa a couple of years ago for the whole family. Mama had traveled the, the year before us and she was telling God, I, I wish the whole family was available here. And so she had told God that if you give all of them visa, I will kneel down in front of this embassy on the road and lift up my hands and thank you. You know, sometimes God will do something to see if you will do it. Because in that place, one kind, they'll be telling, get up, get up, get up, the, 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 the soldiers, they won't even allow you. And immediately we came out, the children were initially saying, no, we should just do as if. Me, I'm not very good at that. I always spoil their, whenever they plan those kind of things. They'll be looking straight at me, I'll say, no. So when I came out, I said, no, they've given us. Just as she had told God, she knelt down there, on that road, lifted up her hands, and gave God thanks. Even though I say, hey, doesn't matter. You must understand this. Thank God for prayer, we must pray. Thank God for studying the word of God. We must study the word of God. Thank God for looking for impartation of people who lay hands on us. Yes, but we must learn to be grateful to God. He said, because they were not grateful, and we put holes in their pockets or their baskets, it will seem as if they are pouring it into a hole. Nothing is increasing. Listen to me. You must learn to give thanks to God every day of your life. When you remember the things that pain your heart, still give him thanks. When you remember the things that you rejoice over, thank him for them. When you remember even those you are not even sure of, give him thanks. In all things, I end with that. In everything, give him thanks. For that is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. If you learn this pattern, you will find the power of God released upon your life constantly. You will see God embrace you as it were and give you strength in the times where there are challenges and there are difficulties.